1: Hi, Kristen.
0: Happy August.
1: Oh my god. I can't even.
0: <laughs> I know. Little disclaimer, if you hear any grinding sound, I think they're doing work either below me or on the roof or something.
1: There's so. magic happening directly outside of your reach
0: <laughs> all week and like I keep hearing it and I keep walking like around like to try to pinpoint it, but That's it's happening the worst. somewhere. Yeah, it's
1: happening when somewhere. When there's like somewhere. noises, And you just can't (laughs) find out where the noises are from. It's like, I hear something.
0: But I keep feeling like it's above me, but I'm the top floor. So I'm like, (laughs) that can't be. Unless they're doing work on the roof, which I don't think they're doing. So maybe it is below me and it's echoing. Anywho,
1: August. Yeah, that's a... I don't know. If you would have told us in March that we would have gotten to August...
0: Yeah. I know.
1: I don't even, I don't know.
0: I know. Time and, like, what is time? What is a weekend? I love it. <laughs> Ever since right, you yeah. told me that. What? Yeah. But, like, because it feels like March was just yesterday, but also year, like a lifetime ago. And I, I saw a meme this morning before hopping on with you that said um, J-Lo and Shakira's Super Bowl performance was like the send-off to life as we knew it. And, like, no, we couldn't believe that that was this year. Like, that was this year when we were, like, so hyped at that performance.
1: That could have been, like, honestly, in the 1970s. That could have been before we were born. Oh, I shouldn't have said that while you had a drink of water. I'm apologizing. Sorry about that.
0: That's exactly right. What is time? But anyway, I'm excited for our currently list. I was looking in the backlog of our... We didn't. We I think the last time we did one of these was August of last year, and it was episode
1: eighty-eight. Yeah, we should like do one a quarter every season. Yeah,
0: I love that. Like
1: we we do
0: your currently guys, especially when we're not doing interviews and we don't hear currently lists every few weeks. You know.
1: Yeah, and it gives a it's a great opportunity for listeners to tell us what they're watching and reading and listening and making and feeling and planning and loving.
0: Yeah, and I I was thinking like you know the listeners will catch up with us and hear a lot of good things that maybe they'll wanna listen to or whatever. But also like it's kind of a fun exercise to do with like that those friends you have that you ha- don't talk to in months and yes. then you know like drop so I like like that's kind of cute too to like send someone your currently list you know totally and do that
1: little activity over the phone yeah yeah it's a great like oh well what have you been up to and it's like well this is what i've been up to yeah and all of these things can happen right inside your house so it's right. not like oh yeah well it's not like i haven't been up to anything i've been doing these things even though it's not like we could have gone places or you know it's a weird thing it's not like Time has been suspended. It's not like we haven't done anything. We've all, mm. like, things have been accomplished. We've done cool things. Lots of stuff has happened. It's, it's, it's such a, it. so much stuff has happened, but yet we're kind of all stuck in the same place. And it's so weird for so much to have happened, yet we're all stuck in the same place. It's, it's, it, it's like antithetical to all of our growth episodes where we talk about that like dormancy period where you're stuck in the same place, but not, you know, but nothing's really happening. But it's like so much stuff is happening. Things are changing every day. But yet nothing is actually changed. It's, it's so weird. It's such a, like, it's. You know how, like, when we were kids and it's like, oh, yeah, if you look up, you know, Tiffany in the dictionary, you'll see, or if you look up weird in the dictionary, you'll see a picture of Tiffany. <laughs> like, it's if you look up weird in the dictionary, you're just going <laughs> to see the year 2020. Like, yeah. it, I, there's not, it's just so bizarre
0: yeah I feel like when I was making my currently list for today's episode and like I came up to the planning prompt, I was like it was weird because so many options for planning things like trips or whatever, like have been taken away from us. So I feel like we have less options. Of, like, what to do with our time. But then that's opened up so many more opportunities for things to do with our time. Like, you know what I mean? So that's that's what I feel is weird about it. It's like, yes. wow, like, I'm planning so many things. But you wouldn't, like, they're not trips. So they're not their typical, like, teacher August summer.
1: Plans. Right. And even how you're planning back to school is weird. Yeah. Because... I mean, a lot its of options are yeah. Oh well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's let's dive in. What let's do it? What are you watching?
0: So I have two things for that because we just finished season two of Money Heist, La Casa del Papel, which I remember you telling me about like a year and a half ago, and I, I typed it in the show notes and I had it on my list, and then. More people over the past year are like, oh god, gotta watch my his, gotta watch my his. And I was like, that's the one that Kristen recommended. You know, and I kept like reminding, but we loved it. <laughs> so good. Although his uh, Spanish speaking co-workers were telling us a lot gets lost in the English translation, whether you listen or
1: watch. So. Oh well it, this is so this is the thing, right? Okay. And it's Spain Spanish. Right. Which I adore. Right. So like, yes. Are you listening to the, are you listening to it in Spanish and reading the English subtitles? We tried,
0: but it was too distracting. So then we started listening in English, but then realized that the English talk and the English reading are two Englishes. They're two different translations. So we're like, we're listening to two Englishes. But that's how we did it with the English.
1: Yeah. So... I'm really good with subtitles. I love subtitles and I'm pretty good at listening to Spanish. Cannot speak Spanish. Right. I cannot speak languages. I That's a a thing. It's one of my it's a well, it's partially a pride thing. I just hate how it sounds out of my mouth. Mm. It's one of those uh that thing we talk about all the time. Um you know the taste is better than your skill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I just cannot stand the sound of other languages coming out of my mouth. I see. Um, but I can hear and hear and translate Spanish pretty well. So listening to it while hear it, like having the English subtitles is pretty, pretty good. But yes, they, you do lose a little bit of the translation. Especially when they say rapido, and the English translation is, like, four different words. It's like, dude, they literally just said (laughs) rapido, (laughs) and you just turned it into, like, four different words. Like, yeah, ah, whatever. But, oh my god, isn't it so good? It's really
0: entertaining, and I thought it was well written, and... So now we just got three and four to watch. But so that's what we're like in the middle of. And we just finished the, you know, we're midway. And then last night I put on on Netflix, Love on the Spectrum. Have you heard of this? I have not. It's... A documentary-esque thing, but it's, so we, this over the weekend, we hung out with some of his friends and one of his friends is a special ed teacher. So me and him, whenever everyone gets together, we're like, what are you doing? You know, whatever. But he has K to two and they're in a district where they're more severely, um, you know, autistic or whatever compared to my kids. So he's like, you gotta watch Love on the Spectrum. Like you'll appreciate it. So it's basically, uh, like 20 year olds, mid 20s to 30s of people with autism and Asperger's, like looking to find love. Oh, and that's so you adorable. follow, like, if you, it, I was like, it was, we watched, I think we're four episodes in, and it is so, like, everyone needs to watch it because it, it really does show you, like, that they want, you know, everyone thinks that like autism they're in their own world and they don't want to be social but they do they just know they have like a disability with it and it's so like enlightening and heartwarming to see how they overcome that challenge and like they have to take classes to actually explicitly teach them like how to greet someone and like ah it's it's a good watch it's such a good watch and their dates are the cutest like Oh, I just can't. So I'm really we're
1: we're really loving that one, too. Love on the spectrum. Jeff's best friend is on the spectrum. He's also a genius. And him and his new girlfriend were here a couple of weeks ago. And he's just always so oblivious to like he's. How do I put this in words that's not objectifying him? (laughs) He's quite good looking. Yeah. Sure. Um. He has wavy blonde hair, but he's just oblivious to the fact that, like, girls are just, like, constantly, like, fawning all over him. <laughs> like, we went to go see him in, uh, in Boulder while he was still at the University of Colorado, and we, like, just walked into every coffee shop, and it was just, like, every barista just knew him and was just, like, <laughs> constantly flirting with him, and he was just totally oblivious to the whole thing, which is adorable in itself, and... I mean, he's had, like, lots of girlfriends, but always, like, the girls would ask him out. And this new girl, like, she's awesome, and, like, they live together, and they're awesome, and it was just so cute to see them together. Is she on and, the spectrum, too? No, she's just cool. Like, she's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And they just work really well together, and he's he's pretty light on the spectrum. He's, like, he is fully functioning and, like, awesome sure. and fantastic. I mean, everyone's awesome, but you could just see how well they meshed together. It was super cute to just have, like, just witness their adorableness together.
0: That's like Amy Schumer and her husband. Her husband's on the spectrum with Asperger's, and they did, um, over quarantine, like, teaching Amy Schumer how to cook, the husband's like a chef. So you see like it was I knew that already and she's said it in a lot of her like sets. But to watch them interact interact on the show was adorable. Like he's also very functioning and like perfectly capable. But like you see like how it filters through him and like just interactions and he's very dry with her and she's it's it's adorable.
1: It's adorable. I love it. Yeah, John's a stand up comedian on the side. It's it's nice. also It's so hilarious. He's wonderful. Um, Okay, so those are the two things that you've been watching? Yeah. What have you been watching? Oh, my God. I've been watching just, like, such weird things lately. (laughs) Like, very weird things lately. Okay, so I've been watching Psych, like, the show from, like, ten years ago. Okay. Because, (laughs) so the new streaming network Peacock came out, which is the NBC Universal streaming service and they have you know a bunch of shows so we just put on psych and it's like it stands up so well it's so like again aggressively adorable yeah it's just really cute and like it's super easy to watch so we put it on while we're cooking i put it on while i'm trying to like clean up and like if i miss something usually it doesn't matter Mm-hmm. But also, if I miss something, it's like, oh, okay, I need to watch, like, the last 30 seconds. So I just press, like, okay, 30 seconds button. Fantastic. Nice. It's
0: so, like, like a fiction the, series?
1: Yeah. It's so, it's so good. It's, like, just so easy. Have you ever seen it? No. It's about this guy who's just really... Okay, so his dad was a cop, and it raised him to be like a really, really, really good detective. But he's, like, doesn't really give a shit. And he's, like, kind of a slacker. And instead of being a cop, he's just, like, you know, they live in Santa Barbara, and they're on the beach. And instead of, you know, being a detective, he pretends to be a psychic because he just, like, notices things really well. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm a psychic. And, I'm, and I and he just goes on pretending that he's a psychic instead of just, like, <laughs> noticing things. And it's adorable. And it's him. And did you ever watch The West Wing? No. Okay, so there's the guy on the, uh, it's one of the guys on The West Wing. His name's Charlie. So it's him and it's just, just like eight seasons of them just being, like, cute and adorable with each other. So it's like a cop show, but not right. a cop show.
0: right. Which and is, like, I love that. I love that they're taking, like, old genres and twisting them a little bit. Yeah.
1: And it was on USA, and so, like, now it's just on streaming. And, like, it really holds up from, like, ten years ago. Yeah, nice. I was going to say, two th- 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a Decade ago, jeez. And then I've been watching, like... Okay, so one of the other shows that I watch before I get into the children's shows that I'm watching. Yeah. Uh, it's called What We Do in the Shadows. It was two seasons. It was a movie. It's my favorite thing. It's our favorite thing in the world. <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah. It's, it's
0: original and hilarious.
1: And also Staten Island. like yeah. <laughs> God, anything that makes fun of Staten Island, man. Like, uh Okay, hold on. Time out. Have you ever seen Oh my god I have to find it because we have to link to it Have you ever seen The Staten Island SNL (laughs) It's Pete Davidson Comes on To talk about Staten Island On SNL On the Weekend update. No, I never seen that. I did see uh the king of Staten Island, but that's not the oh, same. Okay, yeah, so Pete Davidson comes on weekend update to talk about Staten Island with Colin Jost. Okay. It is maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen on, <laughs> on SNL, period. And I like no not a lot of people are gonna agree with this because they didn't grow up where we grew up. And like if you grew up where we grew up, Staten Island is A dumpster fire like it is not the most desirable place to go or visit no like it's it's and like like p is like there's a reason that it's free to get there (laughs) like you have to pay to get out and it's free to get there like that there's a reason and like guys it's expensive to get out like the bridges out of satin island yo you need a crisp 20 to get out there is a And everybody that is willing to pay <laughs> $20. No joke. $20. And I, it might even be more now because that was when I moved. I hear my accent coming out now because, like, <laughs> no joke. And, like, that's one bridge. There, like, if you have to get to Jersey, there's another bridge. And, like, if you have to get into Manhattan, there's another, like, tunnel <laughs> or bridge. Like, so you, not only do you have to pay 20 bucks, you have to pay another fee.
0: I'm so happy we're talking about this, because I have to be at a christening there on Sunday.
1: (laughs) I'll be in Staten Island Sunday. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's bad. It's just not, I'm sorry. It's not bad. Like, there's not anything real bad. Yeah. No, it's not, like, (laughs) crime-ridden, evil, like, you know, there's no, like, cesspool of hell. It's just... Yeah. Staten Island, <laughs> right I know and but no, the thing is it's just surrounded by places that are there's more things to do there's just more attractions better restaurants you know it's just people live there yeah and what
0: we do in the shadows takes place there so it's like vampires right. in 2020
1: living in Staten just Island living in a house in <laughs> Staten Island like with okay. Guillermo I love Guillermo Germo, O M G! Like how <laughs> I it so much? And then like Beanie Feldman shows up. That's Jonah Hill's little sister. Who, who is she again? Episode... She's the one. And um, does she get bit or does yeah, she? She's, yeah, she's the yeah. college aged girl that just. <laughs> yeah. She is so cute. Everything that she ever shows up in, she is just the cutest little thing. I just I. I just want to be her friend. <laughs> She's hilarious. She's cute. Yeah. So we watched that. We like, oh my God, we zipped through that in like three days. I know. It's so good. That, yeah, that was fantastic. And then now, okay, so I've been watching just like children's television. Just like not even like young adult television, just like straight up television for children. Sure. There is the not so late show with Elmo. I know. It's every Thursday. I heard you talked about this. And it is I mean it's for 5-year-olds. <laughs> like act, like legitimately it's for like 3 to 5-year-old children. What time does it come on? It just comes on Thursdays on HBO. Like Thursday night oh. on HBO. Okay. And this week Olivia Wilde was on with Sarah Borelis. <laughs> um and, like, Sarah Bareilles sang, like, a a new, like, she, like, remixed Twinkle, Twinkle, <laughs> Little Star. And then Olivia Wilde, like, they had a pajama party. It was, it's, like, the production value is so high. I love that. It's so, it's so ridiculous. And I'm like, it's 12 minutes long. Uh, I love that, too.
0: we. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why, during this quarantine, me and Tom got really back into like clips of like the Muppets, <laughs> like, and and we never realized how hilarious for adults the Muppets are. And every skit they do, they did um, they did a <coughs> a rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody, and you see like all the Muppets take apart. We love the Swedish Chef. Like we've just been dying over like the Muppets lately
1: there's so much that's like any and and so many like kid shows there's like oh yeah yeah yeah. here's the first layer of jokes for all the children yeah yeah and here's like all of this other stuff that's like so meta (laughs) yeah i love it um and then there's this other one on hbo it's called summer camp island and it's like there's this hedgehog and oh i can't remember what the other one is but they like, they're like they like, you know, they go to summer camp, and the summer camp is magic. Everything at the summer camp is magic. And the <laughs> counselors are witches, and they're kind of mean, but they're teenagers, so that's why they're kind of mean. And, like, the moon talks, and, like, everything is anthropomorphic. Like, the pajamas are anthropomorphic, so, like, he has conversations with his pajamas all the time, <laughs> and, like, one of the episodes, the pajamas was sad that there were no other pajama friends. <laughs> So, like, the the kid made the pajamas have other friends, and then, like, at the end, it, you know, it was a children's show, so, like, it turned into, like, a horrible, like, you know, what could go wrong when you pretend that pajamas are actually real, like, <laughs> and then at the end, the guy, the little pajamas were like, oh, yeah, I knew that you were pretending the whole time, I liked it was better when you were pretending, <laughs> And the kid was like, oh, you knew I was pretending the whole time? And the pajamas were like, well, duh. I didn't think that was that. That thing that you were holding up was actually pajamas. How dumb do you think I am? And I was like, oh, my God, this show is so cute. And then there's, like, little s'mores and all the marshmallows talk. And it's just like, my like, God, oh, this is exactly what I – this is the content I need at 930 at night. This is I This is you. what I need. Give this to me. I hear you. That's how I feel about children's books.
0: The fact that I'm an elementary school teacher now, like – I get high off of all the adorable children's books That teach me so much more In one sitting Than like
1: a long novel And like that's the stuff that I want Before bed Yeah Instead of like Like one of my favorite shows this year Is Dark Which is like The most complicated show I've ever seen In my entire life (laughs) And it's in German Oh So, I mean, even if it wasn't in German, it would be the most complicated show I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) Okay, so. Got it. But it's also in German. So. Like, it's the best time travel show I've ever seen. And, like, time travel shows are already complicated. Let alone when you do them correctly. Right. But, like, that's, you know... It's – I'm going to say it's dark, but, like, that's the name of the television show. But, like, it's heavy. Yeah. And, like, watching those shows before bed, it's –
0: No, right. You need to, like, set up the space for the viewing. Right. It doesn't, (laughs) like,
1: de-stress you. Right. Whereas, like, the Elmo show – Anytime I watch the Elmo show right before bed, like, I am ready for bed. Like, Elmo yeah. gets his little PJs on, and he <laughs> says goodnight to baby David. I'm like, oh, my God. I am so ready for lights out. I know.
0: It's perfect. because then, And then you're going to sleep with that, like, high, uplifted right? sense. I love it. it wow, makes tw- so happy. 25 minutes of just the first
1: prompt. I know. I love Currently. A long, <laughs> it's always the longest yeah. one for me. <laughs> we love Currently. So good. So what are you reading? Anything else besides Find
0: Your Artistic Voice? Well, that's a big one because of the book club. That's like the bound book that I'm reading. Everything else is snippets of stuff. But this past two weeks, it's been emails from the Department of Education and literature from the Department of Health and the CDC. And like, so she, uh, my principal had um, put like a posting out for who wanted to be on the reopening committee (laughs) even though we don't think we're going to reopen but like a few of the eight teachers get together with admin and we just sit and brainstorm because we don't have a clue as to what's going to happen so it's just us brainstorming reading literature we're really big on like whether we're virtual or going back we want to do a lot of socio-emotional like learning for the kids so we're i'm doing a lot of reading about restorative circles so it's this practice where like the kids come in and you dedicate time to like Talking about whatever, which I love because we had to do it as teachers anyway. But now she's saying, you're setting aside time to do it. And like teaching the kids that instead of exploding at each other or tattling or however they've handled it in the past, they can call for a circle. So they say, oh, Miss Impellia, I need a circle. I need to, you know, so they-, they know that it's the space where they can deal with it. So I loved – I've been loving that. I think that it's exactly what we need. Teachers have been doing that anyway without calling it something and dedicating a specific space to it. It's always been during math time, you know. So, so that's going to be happening, and I've been reading a lot about that, which I think is good. But that's good. good. Let's put our, let's put our uh, therapist hat on now, teachers. Of the 700 hats we have, now it's therapist hat. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. The newest one, too, that in the reopening committee we've been talking about is Detective Hat, because if a kid comes in sick, we have to trace who did he last speak to, what circles was he in, you know, who are we quarantining? So that, that was the joke this week in the reopening committee, like Detective Hat is the latest one.
1: <laughs> well, detectives have had really cool hats in the past. <laughs> I so. guess. I guess. Whatever. That's... That's a fun one, Amanda. I mean, it's my life now. (laughs) How about you? What are you reading? I have a couple of interesting books that I've been, that have been on my desk and I've been picking them up kind of a few pages at a time. Mm -hmm. One is called Atomic Habits. That's one that, like, has been on the New York Times bestseller list for, like, three years. It's all about, like, how to put habits into your life. How to make habits work for your life. How to break down habits until they're tiny little things. And how to put big habits into your life. How to make habits work for you. And atomic,
0: as in reference to atoms, which are the smallest parts of a thing. Got it. Exactly. Nice.
1: Exactly, exactly. And it's really great. And it's it's a really good book. It's really easy read, and it's working really well for me. I got it originally so that I could help people figure out how to put daily pages into their lives. Nice. And it's worked really well for me to figure out how to put different habits in different places. And one of the cool things that he talks about is this thing called habit stacking. Okay. Where if you have one habit that you do at a specific time and you want to have another habit stack it with that habit like if Mm. you wake up and you drink your coffee every time every day at like whatever time even if you don't do it at a specific time if you wake up and you drink your coffee and you want to do another thing do it right after or right before you drink your coffee because you're already drinking your coffee If you do it right before or right after you drink your coffee, it'll be easier because you're attaching it to a habit you already do. That's how I've been getting the book
0: club done because I'll do it on my walk to the gym. I'll listen on the thing. So I'm listening to my
1: book, getting to the gym. and, And so I'm trying to do the same thing with social media because I... social media is a, is a huge struggle for me because I look at the way other people do social media and I try to do it that way and I'm never successful mm. because I'm not really great at just looking at the way other people do things and then doing it that way. Mm. But I figured out one of my big issues with publishing, with social media, with putting things out there is that my perfectionism is a roadblock for me. Mm-hmm. And if I have too much time to think about something, if I have too much. I don't even know exactly what the right word is here. I will put things off because I think I can make them better. Right. And so. Every day at noon, I have my daily pages class. And so I decided that every day at one o'clock, basically after I'm done with my daily pages class and I upload my stuff and get done with my daily page class habit,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm just going to go live on Instagram at one o'clock. Because when I do things live, I can't, the idea of perfectionism goes out the window. Right. Right. And I can't be perfect and alive because Mm -hmm. whatever happens, happens. And that doesn't bother me. Like, my perfectionism is not bothered by the fact that I can't be perfect live. Yeah. It's just the idea of getting as close to perfect as I can in static media is something that I want to do. I completely understand that. I do the and, same. And so if I show up on Instagram every day at 1 o'clock just doing a live, then I can put that in my feed. I can put that in my stories. I can download the video. And I'm creating that content that I want to create. And it will be just as good as any other content I create and I don't have to worry about that roadblock of perfectionism getting in my way and I can stack that habit of well I'm just going to do it at one o'clock because I'm already doing my live things from noon to 12.45 12.50ish anyway that's just the next thing that I'm doing I like that yeah that makes a lot of sense Thanks. I think it does yeah Um, I'm also reading this really really great book called How We Get Free, it is by, I'm going to get her name right. Let me make sure I'm I'm saying it right. It's literally just out of my eye sight, so I can't see it. (laughs) It's Kianga Yamada Taylor. Okay. It is about the... Combahee River Collective Statement that was done in the 1970s and it is the original black feminist statement. And I think it's one of the best political statements ever written in this country. Wow. And so she went around and she interviewed every single person. I think she interviewed like six of the eight or nine authors of the statement but like the main people who were in the collective the entire time and she asked them you know how did this come about what was the history behind the statement what did you want to get behind writing the statement what you know basically the entire history behind it what do you think it means for today all of these things and it is One of my favorite political documents, period. It's a very easy, the the document itself is very easy to read. It's only probably two pages, three pages Hmm. total. So you can read that. If you haven't read it already, read it again. If you haven't read it already, read it. If you haven't read it in a little while, read it again. Everyone should just read it all the time because it's fantastic. And She talks to all of the the women who are in the collective, and it is, I mean, everything they wanted, you, we still want today. It holds up, and it's just so powerful to hear how these black women talk about radical feminism, and the way they talked about it in 1970, the way they talk about it now, and how... Things haven't really changed. Right. Um. I'm also reading the news all the time. Yeah. Because I just can't get away from it. I read politico every day, I read The Hill every day, and uh. That's where I get my like gossip. Instead of reading page six, I just read political gossip <laughs> because that's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, no, that's me. <sighs> Our
0: election episode this year might be fun. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, uh, Julie was just (laughs) asking for
1: one. Julie Julie asked for one specifically, so we'll have to give that one. (laughs) We'll have to give that one to Give the people what they want. (laughs) I know. We'll make that happen. I have been thinking about it. We have Senate elections to talk about. We have all of the House elections to talk about. We have that other thing to talk about. What have you been listening to? Have you listened to uh, the Taylor Swift album?
0: Yes, I did get a good listen to it. I'm I'm very I'm very impressed by her. Just like that's like how I feel about it. Like even if like no song I've in past albums, she's had songs that have resonated more with me. But every time I listen to her, I, you can't like deny that she's talented in like her writing slash singing slash whole thing.
1: Well, see that that's the whole thing is that like before this album, I would have said that exact thing. Mm-hmm. this album I love. Because mm. this album is the music that I, this is really for me. And like, but aside from that, she just, I mean, the girl can just write some fucking music. That's what I mean. Like, it's its
0: always a good listen. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm listening to poetry, which I appreciate. Like, I would like her
1: words. Uh, it's just, like, mo- more than anything else, she just can write music like very 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 few people can write music Mm -hmm. and it's really and make make it
0: sound poppy to like make it a pop song but it's so like mature and it's really really something else. else yeah it's good it's good it was very good i was very impressed by her i like the one invisible string it reminds me of me and Tom because it's like, I knew you from a long time ago, and there was an invisible string that tied us together, but we didn't see it. It's cute. That. It was
1: very cute. I like that one. <laughs> and, the, and the Bon Ivor collab. Oh, the, whole, the duet with Bon Iver is amazing. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> so good. good. So good. The first yeah. four songs are just like incredible. And then August and then August. Betty at the end are just, oh. Okay, so good. Good
0: job. Yeah, that. And then I've been like, I don't know, I, a few weeks ago I found this uh, account on Instagram. Now she her name is Pia Baranchini, but she used to be Pia Robio. And she's the creative director of a clothing label, LPA, which is her maiden Name and initials Lara Pia Arobio Anyway I've been obsessed with her She lives in California She's like a very modern day Sophia Loren Like she's the cutest Italian husband Anyway She Hosts a podcast And she had this woman on Last week Alyssa Vitti From Flow Living And the podcast episode Is called If you have female Female hormones You must listen to this show Like it's just like And it was all about How Everyone that's human being has a circadian rhythm, which is the rhythm of their day and when they should be going to sleep and waking up and like the flow and the routine. But as women, once you get your period, you you jump on this infradian rhythm, which is like a monthly rhythm. And I swear I've known this for like 25 years <laughs> And I've always felt like I'll say, oh, I can't work out as hard or I need to eat more here. Like, I've always intuitively felt this. And I just and then but no one teaches you about it. And this whole episode, she debunks all these myths about how, like, you know, culture tells us intermittent fasting is good or this is good. And it fucks with our hormones as women. And that all these studies that say intermittent fasting is good and all these other things, she lists a few, are done on men. Like, men is the main Men and postmenopausal women are the people that they're testing. So they're telling females that who get their period that this is good, but it's messing their whole body up and all their hormones and stuff. She talks about infertility and like how to fix it with just like stuff. Like it was so interesting.
1: So. There's so many interesting things that have to do with using the male body as default. Mm hmm. And not taking into account the differences between women of childbearing age, women who have hormones that are all out of whack. Mm -hmm. And then also, there's so many things that you can throw in there. With why women are treated poorly at the doctors. That was a big part of it, too. Because, like, I'm there's so many things that I was reading um, on Instagram this week from different, like, just different firsthand experiences. A lot of them were, uh, like, fat phobia that mm-hmm. women get treated just so poorly at the doctors. And I was reading a couple of different experiences from just women who had like PCOS, you know, polycystic ovarian syndrome and didn't know for a long ass time because that was this woman who she interviewed. Doctors were not taking them seriously because they were overweight and didn't know that they had PCOS and had cysts on their ovaries And couldn't lose weight because they had Picos, but weren't taken seriously because they were overweight, but they were overweight because they had... it. Yeah. And it's like... But... And this is where feminism comes in. And also, this is why feminism has to be intersectional. Because this is why we don't take... You know, we don't take women seriously because we don't trust women. And this gets extended to why... Black women die in childbirth because doctors don't listen to black women when they're in pain. Doctors don't listen to it it's just a matter of not listening to women
0: and-, and this that was a big theme in this episode, and like aside from all the information that I was like, oh, and like I was getting enlightened like every five minutes by this hour long episode. My biggest takeaway was exactly what you're talking about. It's like, holy shit, I've never had a desire to to learn more about my reproductive health as a woman because society's never said it's important. I've always just been like, go to the doctor, you're good. But there's so much that we don't know because no one's taught us and there's so much we don't even know to
1: ask for because we've been in the dark for so long about it. So And you just assume like, oh, you're going to go to the doctor, the doctor knows, and you're just going, you know, right. You know, you know quote-unquote, trust the helpers. Right. But, you know, when you're in the situation of, like, oh, well, I'm going to go to the doctor that my insurance company pays for. The insurance company tells you to go to this doctor. You know, you go to the doctor in town. You go to the doctor. And that's, or, like, there's so many times where you're just put into a situation where you can't advocate for yourself. Right. You are... Unable to advocate for yourself, or when you do advocate for yourself, you're admonished, or you don't even know how to advocate for yourself. Of like, uh, you know, you're 18 or 19, 20, 20 you know, however old that you are, you're gonna go to your gynecologist, you're gonna go to your uh, OBGYN, or even your, your normal everyday doctor and say, Oh, maybe I have PCOS, right? And I mean, that's she, That's kind of how
0: my OCD was treated because I went to three therapists before my specialty one who never, who, like one of them mentioned, oh, it could be, it sounds a little like OCD and then skimmed over it and we kept going until I did the research and went, that's exactly what I'm going through. And then went to the right, like I figured it out, (laughs) like no professional.
1: And OCD is one of those things that we joke about so often. Right. And it's not only that, like. Right.
0: Right. It's a lot of misinformation and lack of information.
1: And it's one of those things that we're also, as women, we are so overworked. We're so, you know, we live in this society that glorifies being busy. We We are literally just busy. There's so much going on. We are... There's just not... It's not like we have the time to go and figure out everything that could possibly be wrong with us. It's not like we have medical degrees. It's not like we have the ability to go and learn all of this stuff so that we can self-diagnose ourselves before we go to the doctor to tell the doctor what's wrong with us. Like that's not yeah. how the system supposed to work. Everything, everything groundbreaking
0: I've ever learned has been from word of mouth from someone else who's went through it. Like it's never been expertise. It's been exactly what we're doing now. <laughs> you know, it's like
1: crazy. the, only time that I've ever actually had a doctor tell me something that was wrong was my neurologist. My neurologist I walked into my neurologist's office what, probably four years ago now and honestly on our first my first visit with my neurologist she figured out almost exactly what was wrong with me but that being said i did come to her with like 10 years of notes of what was going on
0: but you, you gotta i understand what you're saying you're like god bless competent professionals like, yeah, like when they when you do come across one it's like oh, right? uh.
1: so like, and that well that's the whole thing is that i had 10 years of like notes of what was going on i had been to multiple doctors before and, like, I went to her and I was like, you know, this is what's going on. And she, like, in a in, a, in a light bulb moment that had never occurred to me at all, she's like, maybe you have two different headache disorders. And I was like, I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah. That had never occurred to me. But ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and <it's> he <laughs> yeah. like, said, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that is.
0: But that was part your work over years and part the competency of your...
1: Right, part, like, she went to actual medical school... And cares enough to be good at her profession. (laughs) Like, yeah. And, like, well, and the thing is that she actually does care enough because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been to her... Over the last four years now, I've been to her office probably a dozen times, and at least half of those times she's had interns. Yeah. And so, like, if you... If you don't care at all, then you're not going to have, you know, interns shadowing you all day, letting you see your practice. You know, it... if you're yeah. not the kind of doctor that cares at all, people aren't going to come to you. You're going to want to go to a doctor that, like, cares. Right. And so it's it's been such a great thing to have her around. But also, like, the process is so horrible. Everything having to do with healthcare just sucks. It's just so ridiculous.
0: But this episode was great. I recommend listening. Oh,
1: that's such a good listen. And you know what? I was just realizing that I just like completely forget all the time, constantly, is that I can take audiobooks out from the library. I, I just like literally completely forget this constantly. Think of us are overwhelmed
0: by all the things we could do. <laughs> I think
1: that's it. like that's it. Is that yeah. I am like, oh, I just want to like take books out from the library, but then I have to like have the physical books, I have to go to the library, wait for the pickup time and get them, and then like no, I could just literally go to the library site and check out an audiobook. Yeah. Who knew? I mean I knew, but then I forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So reminder guys, you can check books out with the library and your audiobook thing. And I know my library has done a bunch of like, since the pandemic, has like tried to get more non-physical resources. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. So see if your Things that people don't in. have
0: to touch or like mm-hmm. spread germs with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Cool. So what are you making? So
0: this is a relatively quick one, but lots of HelloFresh meals. September. Mm-hmm. Will be one whole year that I've been using that service. And God bless it. Because yes. <laughs> busy teacher, you know, the ingredients are right there. And I'm learning new tricks. So Hello Fresh Meals up the wazoo. At least three or four a week. So nice. I recommend. Love. They've only messed up in a whole year's worth. Maybe like a handful of times they'll forget an ingredient or two. But then I call them and they reimburse me and it goes toward the next thing. So it's all been all right. That's fantastic. So Hello Fresh Meals. And also... um a one second a day video for August I did one in May and loved it and I had wanted to do one for June and July but it just got away from me so I'm really just less summer month (laughs) I said I just want to soak it up before the shit show of this next school year whatever it's going to be so I can't wait to share that at the end of the month I love that app that's so exciting I love that app how about you what are you making
1: okay so I'm working on my Project Life album. Right. It's 3x8 album. The one of 220 chronological stuff. Yes. my I, I hesitate to call it a coronavirus album because it's not just... I hear you. But that is why I'm making it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's... Makes sense. Yeah. I am working on my own Book of Me after having our amazing Book of Me boot camp this past weekend, which nice. was so much fun we had so much fun we did breakout groups they were amazing the boot camp itself was so much fun and now i am working on my own book of me and it's going to be the tv shows that i watched in 2020 nice there have been so many good shows and it's been i think that's another way to document like we've been home There's so much of this going on. And what did I do in 2020? Well, I watched all these shows, like caught up on some of these, watched some like also on Peacock. Peacock has Murder, She Wrote. It has Columbo. It has all of these like old shows that I can watch again, you know, that I used to just be able to come home and put on. I don't even know what channel they were on after, you know, after school channel. But now they're all on Peacock. So they just put them on. And they're all like things that I can put on and like send some emails out or straighten up the kitchen or put on while I'm chopping vegetables because they stole my Bon Appetit YouTube channel because they're having problems with racism. Oh, They haven't... Ever since that happened six weeks ago, they have not put up a single video. So I don't know if they're just not doing their YouTube channel, period, anymore, Mm. or not. But I have not been doing any of that. Obviously, I'm making daily pages, but I've been making a ton of food. So much food. I know, it's your thing. We... With stuff from your garden, no? And the CSA stuff, yeah. Well, we got... Three eggplant from our garden yesterday. Delicious. We get the CSA vegetables every Thursday, and they they just make cooking on the weekend the best thing. I got this okay. It's called Omsum O M S O M. And I read about it in a Vogue article. And it is this, um, they're two sisters, and they decided to make Asian sauce packets. And they teamed up with chefs in different Asian restaurants in the city, New York City, to create sauce packets based on different regional Asian dishes. Nice. So yesterday we made the lemongrass barbecue one. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> So, like, right. They made, like, like super traditional. Whether, like, the lemongrass barbecue one was a marinade. Um, I was going to ask, are they marinades or do you put it on after? It, it depends on which dish it yeah. is. Okay. So, the one we have for tonight is, I don't remember what it's called. I can't remember what it's called. I literally just cannot remember what it's called. But the um the one we didn't make yet is going to be for Thai larb which I cannot have because it's insanely spicy. Mm. But it is Jeff's like favorite thing <laughs> in the entire world. So he's going to have that. But like they use like all of the ingredients that you would buy and then they put them in the little packets and it you know they're not chock full of preservatives. And you get like six packets to make six meals. And it's yeah. so, like if you bought all of the ingredients, it would cost you like fifty or sixty dollars. And then yeah. the whole packet the whole package was like twenty bucks shipped.
0: I mean, with HelloFresh, the what I realize is the hardest thing when cooking is just to get the flavor right. Yes. So like things like that, like easy ways to add flavor, would make anything you just throw in a grill like good.
1: And like yeah. well that I... It's so nice to just have all of the tiny little ingredients that you would need. Because, like, I love Thai food. Mm-hmm. So I will keep a lot of Thai food ingredients on hand. But the chicken dish we're making tonight is Vietnamese. I don't have a ton of Vietnamese ingredients on hand. So, like, having one sauce packet to make one Vietnamese dish, awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Right. Just, like, also, I, my, my kitchen is not huge. I have a decent size kitchen, but it's not, like, it's not a huge kitchen. So my storage is not insane. So, like, I don't have room for 50 jars of things. Right. So just having little soft packets so that I can make an entire meal is amazing. I'm excited to link to them. Oh, it's, and, like, it's done by two sisters. I love it. And they just teamed up with every little like a a, one restaurant to make this dish and one restaurant to make this dish, and they came with little cards and like it was just so cute. Yeah. So huge fan of that making all that stuff. And then like again, this Six Seasons Cookbook. If you want to learn how to cook with vegetables better, buy this Six Seasons Cookbook. Yeah, you've.
0: Uh, talked to us about it before.
1: I've talked about this so we got it about a year and a half ago it it divides up the vegetables by season. So good. And I mean I've made, I don't know I've probably made 15 or 16 recipes out of it they're just so good Yeah. and like so different and it's not a vegetarian cookbook. There are lots of different recipes. Like um this week I made a carrot ragu, like the, the the recipe called for lamb. I did not have lamb. But we had ground beef from we've gotten we've been getting all of our beef from this company. It's called Warnet Beef. They are at our farmers market, but you can also get their beef just on the internet it's a small family-owned ranch the ladies do all of the website the selling the social media and the guys do all of the, the, the the cattle ranching right their beef is so delicious i don't even and also it's the same price as the grocery store I, I don't like, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand how they can keep their prices so, like, again, this is this is Michigan, half price state. And so, like, that ground beef, like, normal ground beef, I would never, don't, like, don't make the, the, the what's supposed to be lamb ragu with, like, grocery store ground beef. <laughs> but this, like, it tastes like actual, like, if somebody, you know, chopped up, like, a New York strip and used that as ground beef. Wow. Oh my god, it's so, it was so good. Like you know, like if you actually went to like a little Italian trattoria and got their Sunday ragu, delicious. And then there was this other one. It was a roasted green. It was supposed to be green beans, but I had flat white beans with like purple speckles. They're they're green beans, sure. They're just you know a different variety. With a pine nut dressing that's it's similar to like a peanut sauce or a tahini dressing, but just made with pine nuts. They called it Italian peanut dressing. Oh my god! Wow, just insane. It's just so good, and like I love that the making prompt becomes
0: like cooking prompt. <laughs> Well,
1: (laughs) this cookbook, I'm like, I don't do a lot. Like, for the most part, I don't do a lot of cooking from recipes. But when it comes to, like, what am I going to do with this vegetable that I got from the CSA? What is the best way that I can make this vegetable shine? Mm -hmm. That cookbook is like, oh, well, here's how to put a spotlight on that vegetable and be like, Mm -hmm this is how you make that vegetable show. Like, yeah. It's like, if, like, the, like I don't know how to make the, the, if you were like the best director on like a Broadway show <laughs> and like, here's how to spot like Jonathan. Yeah. Groff. It's like
0: casting fruit. Yes. Ca- casting vegetables in this, <laughs> in the play. Yes. It's exactly <laughs> what it is.
1: It's like, here's how to make Jonathan Groff look amazing on stage. <laughs> I- yeah. And I like, still i that is the cookbook i pull out i just have it on my table all the time i need to, there's so many little pieces of paper i need to just actually put the sticky flags <laughs> instead of just like pieces of paper yeah it's so good it is so 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 good that's
0: like i mean that book sounds like a bible like it's it, something that you'll never just keep on the shelf you're always pulling it all year long repeat 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 <laughs> like.
1: and It also has the the vegetables that we like love. And it's like, oh, you want to do something interesting with potatoes? Cool. Here's like seven potato recipes. Awesome. It's, It's fantastic. How have you been feeling?
0: Feeling. So for this one, I put lighter. I'm 10 pounds down since Memorial Day. You know, we've talked about this a little bit before of like what I had planned for summer and that was the big like priority, like right, like my health and my body as my home. And so I just feel lighter and stronger from the gym. Lots of weight training. So just like lighter and stronger rested. And those three things combined just make me feel like more like myself. Like I'm just my body is one with my soul in the summer because of this. So, yeah, and what's great is, like, you know, the Never Binge Again book, which I mentioned in past episodes, was, like, kicked it off. And I was very, like, I was reading it. I was audio listening to it. I was very intensely, like, being aware of it. And what am I, like, two months in? And it's, it's very automatic. A lot of what I've been, like, really paying attention to in the first two months now just happens, and I don't even think about it, and I feel a craving, and I know how to move through it. So, just like light because I'm in control of that better, just I'm able to like free up just like mind space because I'm not thinking about that. So, yeah, just like lighter and healthier and rested. And I need it, ma'am, because September
1: is going to be a doozy. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> this, this whole fall season, I'm trying to gear up
1: for with this. So, That'll be good And a really good August With that feeling Will really be really 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 good for you For September Right it's necessary All right, how you feeling Pretty good The last few days Have been bad with my headaches But that's because It's been On and off rain Yeah But other than that I feel Good Good I'm thinking of doing A no sugar September Mmm We'll see I don't know Like, no refined sugar, right? Right. No added sugar. Right. Because,
0: like, when I've been craving, like, that uh, late night ice cream, which used to be my favorite, I'll go to the Nutribullet and I'll do an unsweetened coconut almond milk, like, fruit smoothie. And I put Trader Joe's has, like, great frozen peaches, frozen pineapple. And, like, it's the consistency. Like, I eat it with a spoon. Like, it's a consist. So, like, that could be
1: your sugar. Right. Exactly. No That's what I'm cookies. Learning. No that kind of thing, because right. that hurts my head. Sure, and like you know, I'm not ready to do it right now, because yeah. I am not organized. I'm not planned. There's yeah. like actually stuff in the house. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not going to get rid of it.
0: But yeah. No, I hear you. It's it's a good thing to plant the seed for now, and then be ready for in September.
1: Also, it's an alliteration, so I think I feel like I'll do it better if there's alliteration. I know that sounds ridiculous, but like no it. sugar September sounds so I much better it. than no sugar August. <laughs> I get it. Right. I get it. I know that sounds ridiculous. I completely ridiculous, agree. But <laughs> No, I completely agree. So like let's 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 do that. Um, okay. What are you planning? School?
0: <sighs> I would be if I could picture what it was going to look like. <laughs> and so we li- I'm, I'm on this planning committee and we're literally just like fluffing things into existence for three hours. We have no plan. And the higher-ups want it that way. They don't want us to be prepared. If they did, they would have told us already. They would have spent June and July coming up with a plan. They don't give a fuck. Excuse my French. So... I'm back at them. I'm not going to plan shit for school until you tell me what's happening. So, no, not too much school. Well, I mean, that
1: is, like, your job is to do what they tell you to do. So, like, that, you're doing your job. And no one is telling me anything.
0: Right. So, not so much school. But I'm also at that sweet spot in the summer where I don't have to think about it yet, but thinking about thinking about it's stressing me out, but I'm just taking that out of the picture for at least the next week and a half, you know? Totally. So I'm not. I'm not letting myself, which is why the feeling, like I would have probably said anxious if it was two weeks from now. But now I'm not letting myself feel anxious. <laughs> but anyway, so planning outfits, you know, mm-hmm. the 10 pounds lighter, I get excited because I'm like, yeah, I like this outfit's So outfits, but that's always. But like this time last year I was in Miami. So like you'd think I'd be planning trips, but like I said at the beginning of this episode, that option's been taken away, so to speak. So like... What am I planning? So, like, really, it's, like, if you look at my planner, it's a hodgepodge of things. Like, still trying to finish December Daily 2019. I wanted to do Scrappy Christmas in July to do it, but July just was by. So, I'm really trying to get it done either Thursday, Friday, or, like, you know, this weekend.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's Uh, talk about that
0: in After Chatter. Yeah. I got to hang this canvas. Like, things like that. Like, laminate school shit that just would be helpful whenever. So, do that. Uh... My fiddle leaf that I've had for like four years needs to be re-soiled and repotted. Like little house things, like so many things I'm planning that have to do with my home. Little things.
1: I feel that. Yeah. How about you? I'm planning a photo challenge for the week of August 17th. Nice. Sign ups for that should be like really soon. Um, If you're on the newsletter, you will get an email about that. You cool. can sign up for the newsletter at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash newsletter. Uh, that'll be totally free. It's going to be awesome. So we will I'll be teaching you how to take a photo that tells a story. Mm. It'll be awesome. There's going to be seven prompts. It'll be a week long. So you'll have seven photos to scrapbook. It'll be really fantastic. Or just seven photos to have. And just some full content for the Awesome Ladies Project. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be awesome last
0: what are you thing loving? Too. Oh, yeah, loving. So I'm glad he left. He left recently for work, so I could just say this. But I love living with Tom.
1: Yeah. This whole
0: quarantine got him in here. And I just love living with him. We're still, like, we're learning each other. But what I love is, like, we're learning each other. And, like, we've gotten to a few tiffs last week. But we work through it so well, like, better than any relationship I ever had. So, like, even though we're learning each other, I've been recognizing where we're choosing each other. Right. So like that's I did a whole post on him choosing to be here, even though like my bed's not as cozy as his place. You know, so there's I like the learning and the choosing kind of uh, back and forth that's been happening. But other than that, like it's working. We're learning our balance and rhythm where like I guess in the summer anyway, because he hasn't lived here when I've been going to work. But I just love, like, working through chunks of time together. And, like, we're evolving and I feel it. And, yeah. I'm working on a blog post for how I knew he was the one. I don't know. Like, I just, I love being, I love our life that we're having together. So, that. How about
1: you? Yeah. I am loving my Daily Pages lessons. I love so much every day at noon hanging out with the ladies and making a page and connecting with people from all over the world and having that thing every single day it's my grounding ritual it's my work week it's spending time with other people hmm. and it's art time for me it's it's like literally everything and i love that i have that every single day I love and i, I love, love people do it with me
0: yeah i love over the past few months when you've described it to me what it's become and how it's become that like i loved when you used to say i did it first thing in the morning but then i realized i couldn't do it first thing in the morning i had to move it to 12 like i just love that it is now what it is and how it got there i love its little story
1: <laughs> me too and yeah. like that you know
0: you used to call it morning pages but then you realized that was used so and then you switch to daily because it's not to be morning like i just love everything about it
1: right and i it's it's you know daily pages are great for everyone and you can do it whatever way you want to do it and it's this awesome thing that You know, it's this challenge that I challenged myself two years ago because Awesome Ladies Live was happening. I really needed my my whole schedule was so busy and I wasn't getting creative, but I needed this creative time. And I didn't think it was going to be this challenge that I could bring to everybody like Thursday three and currently. But it is it is this challenge that I get to bring to everybody. And now there is this one time every single day. Like, if you told, like, high school Kristen that in 2020 she would be teaching a daily art class on video (laughs) every single day, she would have, like, hysterically laughed at you for, like, like, cackled at you. Yeah. But this is the best part of my life right now, is just every day at noon, just making and spending time with other people and then seeing what they did and it's so hard to make adult friends but these are all my friends and they get to be friends with each other and it is so cool i love it so 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 much this is the community that i've always wanted to build and it's it's just so easy to be a part of too yeah and i love that okay awesome i know okay so let's talk about december daily and after chatter okay because Allie started showing sneaks of her yeah
0: products,
1: and i need to finish mine so we'll talk about that in after chatter okay And come listen to the book club episode on Friday and we'll be back next week with another awesome episode of the show. This was really fun. If you guys want to download your own Currently card, you can go to theawesomeladiesproject.com slash currently. There is a free download there and lots of awesome, amazing products that you can use to document your own Currently list. If you want to chat with us about this episode, you can go to theawesomeladiesproject.com slash crafty as female. There are forums. There are other cool ways for you to get involved with the community. We love you so much, and we hope that you have an amazing rest of your week. And if you are part of the Awesome Ladies VIP collective, you can come and chat with us about this After Chatter and December Daily, because I am so excited about December Daily. Oh my God, that Allie Edwards sneak this week was amazing, and I cannot wait. Yeah. Oh, have a great week, guys, and we will chat with you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.